0: thanks for being here. Let's begin.
1: Welcome to the Rankings Podcast, where we feature top founders, entrepreneurs, and elite personal injury attorneys and share their inspiring stories. Now, let's get started with the show.
0: Chris Dreyer here, CEO and founder of Rankings.io. You're listening to the Rankings podcast where I feature top business owners, entrepreneurs, and elite personal injury attorneys. Speaking of elite personal injury attorneys, I have Ben Bingham on the show today. Ben is the partner at Benson & Bingham, a Las Vegas-based law firm. Uh, Benson & Bingham was named Expertises.com's Best Car Accident, Personal Injury, and Workers' Compensation Lawyers Three best-rated best personal injury lawyers, esteemed lawyers of America's top personal injury lawyers, legal elite, and dozens of other awards. They specialize in accident injury law, and they describe their ideal client as the proverbial little guy. Benison and Bingham, by design, restricts their client load so that the clients that they take on can receive the the attention that they deserve. Ben, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much for having me this morning, Chris, and thanks for the uh, generous introduction there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited to speak to you. So let's just jump right in. Let's uh, take me back to the beginning of Benson and Bingham. What what were those early days like?
1: Boy, so when we got started, uh, uh, Joe Benson, uh, my partner and cousin, was actually working for his father at his father's firm, and I was working for a, a firm myself. And uh, being cousins, I had Joe over for dinner one night, and I said, Joe, why don't uh, why don't we jump out and and start our own? Uh, you know, start our own. Uh, firm and, and hang a shingle. And uh, I think about four months later, that's what we did. And uh, I can tell you in the early days, it was uh, uh, burning the, uh, the midnight oil. It, uh, we put a lot of hours in early and uh, went through a lot of struggles and just trying to figure out um, you know, where things fit and how to make our firm grow and how to be successful. And it, uh, it, was, it was quite the challenge. It's, uh, it's interesting that in, in law school, uh, and all the education that you receive going to college and everything else, there's—I I really didn't get any education on how to build a successful business. And uh, thankfully, uh, Joe Benson went to business or a hotel management school at uh, UNLV, and I think that probably is what got us through a lot of the tough times, just knowing what to do uh, and how to run a business.
0: Yeah, that—that's that, very true. I mean, I, I think that's uh for for a lot of attorneys. It's you know you 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 go to, to law school to, to learn how to try cases, to be a lawyer. And it's like, it's different when you're running a business. So, you know, it comes down to to lead generation in the beginning. So what, what were you guys doing to generate leads at, at the very beginning?
1: Boy, it's uh, at first uh, we were, you know, at first when we opened our practice, I was actually doing a lot of criminal defense work uh, and that's all I was doing. And then Joe Benson was doing personal injury and uh, at first, it was just kind of you know reputation. I had grown up in Las Vegas, and so I had friends from uh, you know elementary school all the way through high school and uh, and then contacts through my family and just people I've met along the way. And then Joe Benson went to uh, school at UNLV as well for college. Uh, so he knew some people in the in the Valley as well. And so it was really just word of mouth, sending out a lot of letters, letting people know what we're doing, that we opened up our own firm. And then once we started getting, uh, you know, fan- financially where we could uh, do some things, we started doing some advertising uh, had a lot of lessons learned there. Uh, that was back when the double trucks for the uh, yellow pages where you had both sides of the yellow pages when you <laughs> opened. Um, we were paying a fortune to have that back in the day. And we were in the mix of about, you know, two inches of uh, attorneys <laughs> in the mix there. So it, uh, it was a learning lesson, but it, uh, you know, it, it was a lot of lunches with doctors and uh, people in the community and just really trying to get our name out there. And so, you know, over time, That just starts to to culminate and starts, you know, coming back and, and uh, you know, as well as, as taking good care of your clients. Um, One of the biggest referral sources that we have to this day is, uh, is repeat clients or uh, past clients that refer a neighbor or a co-employee or something of that nature. So it, uh, it was quite the process when you're young and it's, and it's scary because when it was just me and Joe, and I think we had um, two other employees at the time, uh, you know, if we were doing eight to 10 cases a month, we were rocking and rolling back then, you know, <laughs> and so it, uh, but some months it was tough to get there, but, uh, you know, it eventually, uh, happened over time. And, and, uh, like I said, I think just taking good care of your clients goes a long ways and, uh, helps get your name out there.
0: Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. And I know we're going to talk about reviews cause you guys have killer reviews and that, that comes from taking care of your clients. But I wanted to jump right in and talk about one of your unique differentiators, So your attorneys personally meet with each and every client to address their needs where, you know, many firms will just delegate to a case manager. Why did you make the decision to operate like this? And then how
1: has it impacted the firm? Well, it's actually something that's mandated by the State Bar of Nevada, uh, that an attorney meet with the client. So that, that was an easy decision. But right. I think uh, what you mentioned, I think, is true. I think a lot of firms uh, do have case managers or paralegals meet with their clients. Uh, for us, it's something that we just want to have that personal relationship with our clients. And so me and Joe, when we were building our firm, we met with all of our clients. Uh, we mandate that the associate attorneys in our office always meet with their, uh, you know, our clients. And I think it's just something that helps build the relationship with the client. And um, also, I think, gives the client some confidence uh, in our firm when they, they meet with the attorney rather than a case manager. And I think also the attorneys are able to kind of extract the critical questions in a case for, you know, pre-existing injuries and things of that nature, just so we can, uh, you know, get get all the facts surrounding, uh, you know, what, the, what someone's been through but uh, but yeah that's that's something that that uh, i think is is important for any firm is to have the attorney meet with a client just because it's uh, it just helps establish the relationship and they know who they're working with
0: yeah and i see so often it's you know every the the partners are advertised on the website or really featured and it's almost like the bait and switch like right you'd be dating someone and then you marry them and you, know, you marry your wife and then oh it's like hey here's here's uh, bob <laughs> he's going to take care
1: of you you get, you get married and you find out she's a gambler, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. No, I, I think that's true. And, I, it, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, it was tough when our firm was growing. It was tough for me and Joe Benson to uh, actually come to terms with the fact that we're going to hire associates because me and Joe met with every client. And it was something that, you know, I think I do things special. Joe thinks he does, he th- you know, his things special with his clients. And so it was really difficult for us at one point to say, hey, we're going to need some associates here. And I think it was either that or, or me and Joe were going to get burnt out on what we were doing because uh, the hours that we were working and through the weekends and everything else was, was, was pretty bad at one point for a long time. And so it's, uh, you know, what we did find, though, is that uh, we had our new associates sit down through our client interviews when we met with clients and, and I think that kind of helped them kind of pick up uh, some of the thought processes or patterns that we have when we meet with clients. And I think that our associates have done a good job in carrying that through.
0: So they kind of got immersed and got to hear the, the same types of questions and how you guys would respond kind of naturally, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So So what was you know what were some of the big turning points for your firm obviously hiring the associates but like from a from a marketing perspective was it a big case you settled was it just a kind of a momentum build up that something was working what was a big turning point for the firm
1: boy you know it's hard looking back it's hard to put your finger on the pulse exactly where things changed. uh obviously along the way i mentioned earlier that we had yellow page ads uh, we had some billboards in the past uh, when we were young, uh, back in probably early 2004, 2005. Uh, and then obviously, you, you need to have the bigger cases come through so you can afford the uh, the advertising. But uh, the game changer really was the internet for us. Um, Joe Benson had a, a longtime friend. That uh, was involved in the uh, uh, internet uh, early on, back in 2004, and uh, he got into Joe's ear about getting involved online and advertising and getting our own web page and things of that nature. And so um, he was—he was really an influence on us, and he's still uh, working with us today. And uh, he was a great influence on us and in getting involved early and uh, seeing the potential that the internet would bring to us. But uh, I think along with the internet, just, you know, that's something that's just always changing, right? As you, as you know. <laughs> and so yeah. the, the, the algorithms with how advertising is is brought up with uh, search engine optimization and all that good stuff, it's just an, it's an ever-changing event. But, you know, once our, our firm got up and running with the internet and we started getting a lot of reviews, uh, I think that was helpful, and then obviously, uh, you know, rankings was a was a big deal for us just as well, and getting every, getting everything tagged correctly, and and uh, there's just a lot that goes into it. And again, that's something they don't teach in law school, right? So it's it's uh, you know, as, as an attorney, uh, we probably get. Oh, at least, you know, 10 or 15 phone calls a month from someone that's, uh, can really, you know, they'll, they'll say that they were looking at our website. They can really help us and and uh, move things through and and uh, get us on the top of the list for this and that and the other. And it, it's a lot of hype and a lot of jargon. And uh, so we feel fortunate uh, for our firm that we found rankings uh, and, and uh, you know, getting all that stuff dialed in uh, was just a big deal for us. But I, I think that's one of the, the biggest critical factors is, you uh, you know, as an attorney, you're used to kind of being the, um, the lead guy to, to run everything. And it's something that you need a third party for this stuff, uh, just because it's, uh, it's, it's certainly over my head and Joe Benson's head. Uh, we've learned a lot um, over the years on kind of what works in, in normal advertising, media advertising, billboards, things of that nature. But with the internet and how it evolves every day, it's something that you need a third party to really uh, step in and, and grab that by the horns.
0: Yeah, and absolutely. And first, thanks. Thanks for that, Ben. And and I gotta say, you know, working with your guys' firm, it makes it easy for an SEO agency because of one of the major differentiators you have it is so many reviews, so many five star reviews. And and as you know, that just helps tremendously for local SEO. So let's let's dive right in there to talking about reviews. So first of all, why did your firm become so intentional about obtaining reviews and and really um, trying to obtain those and, and create that experience.
1: You know, I think one of the things that uh, that pushed us in that direction is just my personal uh, feelings. I, I'm a consumer and I buy things online all the time. And the first thing I do is I usually look past a lot of the ads uh, when I'm searching for a company or a product. And then I'll, you know, I'll, I'll pull up a website looking for a certain product. And then I read the reviews um, because I think it really helps people evaluate what they're getting into. Um, you know, sometimes you find a product. Uh, And it might be $50 cheaper than, you know, another brand that you're looking at for the same type product. But, uh, you know, I look at the reviews just to make sure that it's built well, it will last and things of that nature. And I think the same thing carries forward with with uh, personal injury attorneys or or any attorneys for that matter. And uh, so it was something that, um, you know, the reviews started coming in just kind of naturally and, and organically. Uh, and then thereafter we started asking our clients, you know, Hey, if, if, uh, you know, you were satisfied with what we did or, you know, if there, you have any critiques or anything else give us a review. Um, it, it just helps make our, our firm better if, uh, you know, and that goes good and bad. Right. And so, uh, you know, it's no fun to, uh, find out that someone was unhappy with something that you did at your, your firm, but at the same time, it helps you grow. It helps you make those corrections, uh, helps you change things. So people have a better experience. And at the end of the day, really as a personal injury attorney, that's what you're providing as a service. And so if you can uh, make that service um, more enjoyable for somebody uh, or make it less stressful for somebody, you know, that's what, kind of what it's all about in our, our area of practice. So I think from where it started was organically, then as time went on and we realized how many people really take a look at these things and the impact it's had on our business and the overall uh, case volume that we have on a monthly basis, it was something that we started asking clients to please uh, you know, provide us with reviews. And, uh, and they've done a, you know, I would say probably, you know, I'm guessing here off the cuff, but probably uh, 10% uh, of our clients will leave reviews, um, for us, which is great. And, and again, I mean, we, we appreciate that and it, uh, it helps other people know what we're doing and, and, uh, you know, their experiences and how we're able to help them. And I think that just uh, helps people, um, be attracted in, in our firm's direction because there's certainly uh, plenty of personal injury firms in Nevada that they can choose from, <laughs>
0: Yeah. So there's tons of takeaways there. So you've got these retrospectives. I mean, this is a form of a retrospective, a postmortem, a debrief, whatever you want to call it. Right, right. So if someone's upset, you get to see why, and then you guys can address that and continuously improve. So I really love that aspect, but you also get to hear what you guys did well. And that can almost be a unique selling proposition that you could highlight if you hear more and more individuals talking about it. The other thing that I wanted to ask is, so I work with a, a lot of personal injury attorneys. And one thing I see is the owner or maybe the managing partner are are very intentional and they they do a good job of getting reviews, but it's very rare that the entire team is motivated. And it's it's harder to get the rest of the team kind of rowing in that same direction and know that reviews are important. So what are some recommendations that you guys have there? Is it is it more just values and or in the right team or, or how do you go about that approach?
1: Boy, I think that some of the things you just mentioned, you know, what is, you know, is it values? Is it, uh, you know, someone's pride, you know, things of that nature. I think all those things come into play. One of the interesting things that we do with our firm is we post our numbers every month to our firm in terms of how many cases were brought in by this individual, uh, how many reviews they got, things of that nature. And I think it makes our employees happy honestly. And so I think it's become somewhat of a competitive game to see how many reviews they can get, whether that's the case manager asking the client for it or the attorney or the paralegal. And again, I think it's just a, it creates a really good competitive environment, um, you know, for, you know, for the people that uh, that are within our firm. But uh, it's just something, again, that's just it's tough to put your finger on, you know, when did we say, boy, let's focus on the reviews. Um, you know, it's certainly in the forefront now, but uh, looking back, you know, four years ago or three years ago, it's not necessarily something that we were pushing that hard. It's just something that organically happened. And then kind of that competition within our firm just kind of sprouted from there. But uh, you know, that's one of the things uh, that we do with our firm is, is just the, um, internal competition, if you will. Uh, and it's friendly competition, but at the same time, everyone likes to, to shine a little bit and, I, and our employees work hard. Uh, we've been really lucky to have the employees that we have from the, uh, from the receptionist to the uh, intake department to the, the, the case managers, the paralegals, the attorneys. I mean, we, we've got a really good staff. Um, Right now, we've got uh, four offices throughout the state of Nevada, and each office just—we just—we've got great employees, and we've got employees that care about our clients. And it's something that I think that uh, that in and of itself uh, is what brings some of those reviews. And and the people that we have working for us now, um, everybody's motivated. Uh, And that's something I found over the years uh, that you can't teach somebody. Uh, You can teach somebody how to practice law. You can teach them how to open up a case. You can teach them how to, you know, do certain things within your office. But motivation is something you either have or you don't. And I think we've got a really good group of motivated uh, individuals within our office. And that just uh, helps get those reviews in.
0: (laughs) You, You know, Ben, it's interesting. I've heard you mentioned motivation of her grit of her get thing get shit done in my past few interviews but you know so that kind of transitions to me so transitions to so how do you find and retain this elite talent what's the process that you guys go about to find these these motivated individuals
1: you know it's something that's uh, taken years uh to to kind of mold together um you know, I I will tell you that some of our employees have been with us since the day we opened. Um, and so we've gotten lucky on finding the right people. And then, you know, over the years, just, uh, you know, kind of selecting some of those individuals, but motivation, I think is a big factor. Um, you know, people that are hungry, like, like to hunt. Right. And so it's, it's something that's just worked out very well for us. Um, you know the other thing in terms of retaining those, those individuals who are, are, are uh, you know good at what they do um, I hope they're not listening here but it's, it's something that you know you, you put the golden handcuffs on them right uh, when you got someone that's, that's really good at what they do uh, certainly those people are capable of going out and either opening up their own firms or you know moving on in a different direction and so one of the things that a colleague of mine uh, told me many years ago that's always stuck in my head is um, people in America kind of live up to their paycheck and so what we found is rather than giving uh, huge bonuses uh, and, and things of that nature, what we've done with a lot of our employees is we just we just give them raises. Uh, and, in, you know, and over time, when you give someone a raise, they, they have that money coming in and it's, it's something that they, they usually live right up to their means with their, their paychecks. Um, rather than if you give someone a bonus that allows them the opportunity to go out and open up their own law firm, uh, you might lose that uh, really qualified employee.
0: That makes sense because most individuals aren't savers, right? But if they get that big cash insertion.
1: You got to be disciplined, right? <laughs>
0: yep, yep. So I, I wanted to kind of transition to a couple personal kind of more fun questions here. So the first thing I have to ask you about is I was reading your bio and it said something about you've broken your right arm twice, your left arm once, uh, you know, you've torn off the bottom of your lip, broken ankle right ankle, left ankle, bruised, broken ribs. So is it just you're very clumsy, or is there a story behind this? I
1: think I just need to drink more milk. <laughs> no, it, uh, when I was young, I was pretty reckless. Uh, you know, was something, uh, riding motorcycles, uh, I've been injured, snowboarding, I've been injured, uh, just sports along the way, just uh, things happening, probably uh, trying to push my talents further than what they're capable of. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I've, unfortunately, I've had a lot of uh, broken bones and things of that nature over the years. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I was reading the bio and I was like, whoa, 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 there's no explanation here. I have to ask about this. Um, so l- let me ask another kind of fun question. So being that you're in the entertainment capital of the world, are there any bizarre cases that come to mind that you, that you can share? And it could be when you're a criminal defense attorney to PI, whatever you think of.
1: Yeah, interesting. So being, uh, being that we have three offices in Vegas, uh, we get a lot of people from out of state that, that come to Las Vegas and, and get injured, obviously. And so probably a good 20% of our, our clientele out of Las Vegas is actually out of state clients. Um, there's just per capita, we have a lot of uh, DUIs in Las Vegas as well. And so, you know, people out on the roads or people at, uh, you know, nightclubs or walking through hotel properties with slip and fall, trip and falls, things of that nature. Uh, We just get a lot of that kind of normal stuff. In terms of having a uh, unique uh, case that rings a bell, boy, doing doing criminal defense when I was younger, I had all kinds of juicy stuff. And that's really what I liked about uh, criminal defense is just you get some really juicy things and and, uh, some of the cases uh, that come in, uh, you know, during the client interview, you're thinking in the back of your mind you did what? I mean, almost like robbing a bank with leaving your driver's license on the counter type deals. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's pretty bad. But uh, I had some really juicy cases that were in the news uh, when I was younger. And, and uh, you know, one, one case that was always really unique to me is, is a, uh, a case involving a uh, Brinks truck robbery. And uh, the individuals were able to get away with it essentially, and hide the uh, Brinks truck in a storage unit for a long time. And uh, one of the three uh, uh, parties that were involved was just out kind of bragging about it. And they've got all this money sitting in a storage unit and this and that and the other. And so obviously the, the, the uh, cards tumbled uh, after some point because he told too many people. But uh, that was a really interesting case. And I, I've just I've had a bunch of criminal stuff that was just uh, uh, kind of juicy, if you will.
0: <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So, uh, and then now let's go to personal development. Are there any business books you recommend? Any, any mentors you have?
1: Boy, uh, in terms of books, um, I haven't been reading anything uh, recently just because I've been so busy. Uh, but, uh, you know, one of the books uh, that I read that really was good for me several years ago was by uh, John Morgan of, of Morgan, Morgan and Morgan. And the, the title right now is Escaping Me. But I read that book and actually when I read that book, I took notes on it and highlighted it and, and uh, actually typed up my own notes afterward and shared it with Joe Benson. There's just some really unique things about um, firm and firm growth and uh, really getting your firm to expand. Uh, for example, a vanity number, which we didn't have at that time. But after we read that book, we went out and got a vanity number um, for our firm. That's easy to, to read on billboards and all your advertisements and I and a, in a you know, it's just something I overlooked uh, when I was younger and just didn't realize how important that could potentially be. Uh, it also talked about, you know, how do you expand your your firm? Uh, and there's really only a couple ways to do that, which is uh, change the areas of, of practice that or add areas of practice that your firm's involved with or, um, you know, add additional geographic locations, which... I've almost followed everything, uh, in, in that book, uh, that was practical for us. And it just gave a lot of good, uh, financial advice for attorneys too, and their partners, uh, and not overspending. And, you know, it's, it's easy to work, work hard. And I I think most attorneys work really hard. Um, and with that, they, they want the rewards for it, but sometimes you, you find people overspending unfortunately, and it just can put the entire firm in a bad position if, if, uh, the, um, the partnering, partnering attorneys are in uh, financial straits. Um, but outside of books, influences, man, I, I've had, I've been really lucky my entire life. Uh, I, I've had some great people in my life that have been great influences on me, um, not just from the law side, but just a, a personal side as well. Uh, m- my cousin, Joe Benson, his father, Joe Benson Sr., uh, was a, uh, an attorney in Las Vegas for a number of years and had a very successful firm. Uh, he's probably the influence that that pushed uh, law on me from a young age, uh, but he's always been a great influence on me. Um, uh, I was a caddy when I was young for a gentleman in Las Vegas uh, who was a casino owner. Uh, he was a great influence on me uh, and always help, helping me uh, you know, be pointed in the right direction. And then uh, probably the best influence I've ever uh, had uh, throughout the years is my father. Uh, my dad is a, a financial consultant and, uh, just, uh, one of those dads that's just always there, never pushed me in a direction, but if I ever said this is a direction I think I want to head or anything else, he would do whatever he can to, uh, you know, open those doors for me and, and try to give me introductions. And he was just one of those, uh, dads that always said, you know, if there's, uh, an area that I wanted to, uh, pursue that I could do it, uh, you know, the only thing stopping me was me. And so it's, uh. You know, looking back, I probably at the time didn't realize how important that was. But it, uh, you know, I look back now, and and uh, I probably am where I am today because of my father.
0: Yeah, well, that's incredible that you had that support, and and you had somebody that had your back essentially. Right. And uh, I think is the book uh, "Can't Teach Hungry" or or I can't remember the exact. You know name.
1: what? I, that rings a bell. I think you may okay. be right. Yeah, I think you may be right. I thought that was a great book, uh, and and you know, hats off to to John Morgan. Obviously, he's. His firm's huge and, and uh, in many states, uh, I think it's the largest personal injury firm in the country, if I'm not mistaken. But, you. you know, it, uh, I hope he knows how many attorneys that that book's probably helped to grow their practice and, and move in the right direction because it was just really insightful. And some of the thoughts, the funny thing is some of the thoughts in the book are just right in front of you, but to read it and be able to say, oh, okay, I need to do this a little different, or we need to do that. Um, it's just something that was really helpful. And, and for me, I think it had a, a profound um, uh, assistance in our growth of our firm and some of the directions that we've headed.
0: Awesome. Awesome. We'll be sh- sure to share that with John too. Uh, so, you know, one final question, is there anything that you want to talk about that we haven't discussed?
1: You know, not in particular, it's, uh, I think it's probably tough for me to talk about myself (laughs) more than anything. But, uh, you know, I I will say this, Chris, I really appreciate uh, everything that you've done in working with our firm. And uh, you've really uh, helped light the fire and put us in the right spot uh, online and getting us uh, headed in the right direction. It's been noticeable. And uh, we appreciate you and and look forward to uh, having a long term relationship with you.
0: Awesome, Ben. That, that means the world to me. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, guys, we've been talking to Ben Bingham, elite personal injury attorney at Benson and Bingham. Ben, where can people go to learn more?
1: Uh, at www.bensonbingham.com or feel free to give us a call at uh,
0: 702-600-6000. Awesome, thanks so much, Ben.
1: Thank you, Chris, have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Rankings Podcast. We'll see you again next time and be sure to click subscribe to get future episodes.